we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. So, so here it is. There is a lot of confusion that is, that is being propagated and is being perpetrated and perpetuated in the church all because many of us are functioning without spiritual authority. Who is the, not a, the spiritual authority? Because some of you would say, well I, got, well, I, well, I got this apostle here, and then I got this bishop here. Well, that's my bishop from the States, and that's my covering from the States. And then I got another bishop who covers me uh, from, from Africa, and then I got two um, um, from Chile. And what you doing with all this daddy? What you doing with all this parentage? Oh Lord, have mercy! You, I got. Listen to me. I got Bible. I only been. I only just trying to make sure you are not the father. That's the topic tonight. That's the topic tonight. You are not the father. So, so here it is. Uh, this is an order put in place by God. And God says, son, you can preach this the same way you preach salvation with, with strength and with, with um, authority. The same way you preach uh, about healing and miracles and all the other spiritual concepts that you preach. Son, he said, preach this concept of, of having fathers, and that can be mothers as well, in the gospel. Preach it strong, son, because there is a lot of disorder. There is a lack of flow. There's a lack of continuity. There are many people who are groping in the dark, all because that they are not aligned with the spiritual authority that God has set for their lives. They have not aligned themselves with the spiritual authority that God has set for their life. You're changing spiritual authority the way you're changing clothes. Now, let me read the first scripture. You ready for the first one? What time it is? We're doing a good time. The first one. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Let's go. Let's go. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse number 14. Look at what it says. I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, I warn you. I like how Paul begins there. I like how Paul begins there. He says, I ain't writing when I'm writing to shame you. So if you taking um, offense, that's your flesh. Oh God. This Paul now, this Paul, and we all like Paul. All us like Paul, because Paul is grace, 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 grace. Yeah, Paul says, "I ain't writing this to shame you, 
but I will warn you. Now listen to what Paul says there first. Now, the, the, so the, the first thing is, um, when your fathers talk to you, stop. Yes, many of us watch this. We have left our spiritual fathers. We have left that authority, mothers or fathers. Please understand. I'm using them interchangeably. If it's male or female, because for some of you, it's being a female that God has used to birth you. So it's either male or female. Watch this. Many of us. Because we took offense and felt ashamed or embarrassed, we left our fathers and didn't even understand that what they were really trying to do was to warn us from the danger that was ahead of us. But we took it from a fleshly standpoint as they were trying to insult us and embarrass us and hurt our feelings. We, took, we, we, we allowed derision to move in. We got ashamed and we left the safety of the house and now you, you miss the warning that God was giving you so you don't get into calamity so you don't get in peril but you saw it as shame and so you left the father's house and now you're getting bust up teach sir teach, teach Denzel he says did I say now you're getting bust up did I say that that's what I meant you're getting bust up get a drink he says I write not these things to shame you. When your father, when the authority that God has designed for your life, when the authority that God has designed and structured and tailor-made for your life speaks strongly to you, they are trying to protect you, not embarrass you. Now, if you hear it carnally, then you will be shamed. But that's not the intent. The intent is to protect you. And you let the devil get up in your head and let you get all offended. And so now you leave the place of protection. God, I get in there too quick, man. Lord God. Verse 15. I love this. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ. Uh-oh. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, all kind of people can give you spiritual instruction. That's why you read your books and you watch a little YouTube. There ain't nothing wrong with that. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, I have so many men of God, women of God, that, have, that I've, I've listened to, read their books, who have poured into me and given me instruction in certain areas. But he says... <laughs> they only give you instruction yet have ye not many fathers for in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel three things critical for someone to be classified as a father. And it's right there in the text. Number one, in Christ Jesus, not in my ministry, not in my church, because I have a spiritual father. No, no. I, I do it in Christ Jesus. I don't want you anchored in me, you gotta be anchored in him. Now that has disqualified many people who run, who run and call themselves father. 
We got a lot of children who, who trying to be father. Because the first thing the father does is that he wants to anchor you in Christ Jesus. Oh God. It says in Christ Jesus, number one. So you're in, anchored in Christ Jesus. And then it says, they have begotten you. Oh, that's big right there. And then, so, so there is a birthing that, that begotten. I can explain that word in a second. And then he says, through the gospel. How you know that this is a father is based on the word that comes from their mouth, that hits your spirit, that matures you in the things of God. Glory to God. Y'all still there? <laughs> in Christ Jesus, begotten through the gospel. So, 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 if there's no word being in, being impregnated, being planted on the inside of you, no fathers release word. They release that word on the inside of you. There is a birthing begotten. Let me talk about begotten for a second. This word begotten means, watch this, watch this. In the Greek, it means to cause to arise. <laughs> to cause to arise. To wake up within. To cause to arise. To wake up within. It, it, it means to engender. Uh, now, now, watch this. This is crazy. That's in the Greek. When I did the etymology of this word, begotten, it's crazy because this, this has grabbed my attention. The etymology of this word says, watch this, to, be, to, to beget someone means to attain by effort. That thing made me almost throw something. Watch this. You cannot claim to be my father if you didn't put no work in to make me who I am. You cannot get me as a finished product and then say, use my father. Beloved, you are not the father. You are not the father. Yeah. Now, I, I, I saw a question there. And what Paul is saying, Paul is saying, no, I'm your father. So understand this. Paul wasn't talking about God being their father because he said, but as the first verse 14 says, but as my beloved sons. So he establishes now, I'm not talking about your spiritual parentage being God the Father, no. I'm talking about me as your, as, as your father because you're my beloved sons. You're the sons that I love and so I'm the father. So I saw the question come up, so I'll make sure you understand that. Right? So as we look at the text now, he, he says uh, this word begot, there is effort involved. There is this 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 fathering thing that's happening, this perverted, this nasty, illegal thing that's going on now. That you could you could be somebody's spiritual father, and you didn't put no work into making them who they are. You didn't do anything with the God of developing them. All you did is give them a little platform to preach, and now you're a daddy. 
Because you gave them a title and put a collar around them, now you are their daddy? No, it does not work that way. According to the word of God, the text says, you know that I'm your father because in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you. I have put work into you, effort to attain by effort. I have, I have put work into the development process of who you are. I am not somebody who preached one sermon to you and let you go. No, see, father, uh, while my son got teachers in school, he comes home to me. Your father is the one you come home to. This is the one that, 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 that knows the ins and outs about you, knows all of the proclivities and all the idiosyncrasies. He knows the th- that performance you're putting on in school. He knows the real you. He is in there, in the thick and thin with you and walking with you. Not someone that preaches to you and give you one word and prophesy over you and tell you that the Lord says time for you to come to this house because what what on you you need me to birth it on the inside of you now you didn't develop you didn't preach and you didn't move into the things of God and now they're telling you that you got to come here because over here is where you can flourish and you can grow and all of a sudden they your daddy what kind of nonsense that is what's this you, you ever see somebody you're 24 and then someone said they're gonna adopt you but you don't adopt 24 year olds You too old for adoption. That's a round. That's a bring it down. Bring it down. Bring it down. Bring it down. You too old for adoption. You put up no twenty-five-year-old for the dog. I just adopted this this young man. He's my son. No, no, he's too old for that. He is too old. Double your daughter. So when you watch this word, this first Corinthians 4, 14 and 15, he says, In Christ Jesus, I have begotten you. I have caused to arise what is on the inside of you. I have I have awakened that thing on the inside of you through labor through effort mm-hmm. are you seeing this through effort putting work in to cause what's in on the inside of you to come alive the, the word see there's been a birthing a spiritual awakening that that there's some things that you didn't even know that you had that are now being awakened within you you have now been matured to a certain level that's, that's the deposit of the Father. And I'm telling you, there are so many persons functioning illegally. And I believe that these persons who are calling themselves fathers are culpable. But then a lot of these children that get around desperate, they're culpable as well. There's a responsibility that you gotta you gotta lay hold of because you left your spiritual parentage when because you got shame. You left your true spiritual parentage because you got shame, and then when you got shame, you go and hook up to someone who preached one sermon to you and prophesied over you, and nowadays your father, and that's your mother. And wondering why things ain't flowing in your life the way, wondering why there's no freedom. Oh God. Ah oh God. Let me let me let me give you this. Watch this, man. Four things. Four things I want to give you. Help you 
identify that spiritual authority in your life, be it male or female. Four things to help you identify. Number one, number one, the first thing that you will know helps you know that this person is a father is that is that spiritual authority the spiritual authority in your life number one is that they are more concerned about your purpose than they are concerned about your gifting they are more concerned about your purpose than they are concerned about your gifting Persons that look to exploit your gift, that's not, that's not, that's not your father. Fathers don't do that. Fathers don't exploit. Oh God, let me say this while I hear. I think one of the problems with this whole, I go in there, this whole hiring musicians thing, hiring people to come play for the church, and there's no spiritual element attached to it. I need a keyboard player, so I hire this one. I need a drummer, so I hire this one. What happens then is that individual, I've been there, say, so all the play with me, I've been there. All, all you brothers and sisters who are watching this, I have been there. So what happens is, on the inside of that of that gentleman that or that sister that there are some issues there are some areas of development that are needed in their personal life <clears throat> but because they are under someone who is only concerned with their gift they end up exploited on the basis of their gift and they never walk into true purpose because they are many of them they are convinced that playing the keyboard is their purpose and if they were under someone that was called to lead them they would say to them a true father or true mother would say listen you play the keyboard but that ain't your purpose that ain't your assignment they say, so they all wrapped it because they didn't get paid and they need to go somewhere else to get paid because they are so everybody's just exploiting their gift and no one is paying attention to the call of God and chances are the oil of God on their life got them to be men's leader, get them to be a minister, get them to be a preacher, but they are so caught up and just focused all their life, it's all being about their gifting, and so they wrapped up, tangled up, tied up in their skill, their ability to play, and they're not being developed. No one is putting the effort to awaken, to excite the gifts that's are that are on the inside of them and and so they are left to believe that all they are is a keyboard player so therefore they need a salary and not fully manifest oh god help us here so what's on the inside of them has never been developed and they 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 spend their lives as spiritual dungaroos believing that the only thing they were put on this earth to do was to play keyboard and beat drums and play bass guitar and that's the call of God in their life. I was so convinced. <clears throat> I was so convinced that I was put on this earth to play a saxophone, 
And then Doolin singing, I was even uncomfortable with the singing thing. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of that. I can be honest, y'all wouldn't believe this. I am, a, I'm extremely shy, scared of crowds. So that whole idea of singing and leading choir, that wasn't me. I would direct the choir, not lead no song. I'd play my sax and direct the choir, and I was happy. But thanks be to God that someone had to identify in this boy that no, this boy got more in him. That ain't purpose. That's gift. I thank God that I didn't end up in the hands of persons that were only concerned about my gift because if that was the case, you would not have Bishop Denzel Rowell in front of you right now. You would have been watching him play his instruments and watching him do the choir thing and that would have been all you would have been doing because that's the call of God in his life. No, that's what was needed for your ministry and so you exploited that element of me but you were never concerned about who I was, about developing me and so I became a hireling as a result. You exploited me as a result, never manifested my gift, and now I got confused and posted things on Facebook, but how the musicians ain't getting paid, and I don't even realize that the call of my life even ain't to play music. You are not the father. Glory hmm. be to God. So true fathers are not concerned, they are not impressed by gift. True fathers identify purpose. Let me say something to you all, man. There are persons in our church right now, the church that I pastor, and you all know them. You all see them singing. Some of them are dancing with friends. And you see them singing and be like, oh boy, they're some good singers. No, that, that ain't their assignment at the night, Bishop Shadow. That ain't their assignment. Yeah, they're on the praise team, but that ain't their assignment. No. Can I say something to you? I, 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 as, as, as amazing as Marisha Walker sings, that, that ain't her assignment in life. She's direct, she's the minister over youth, over my teens. She runs the teens ministry. Because you cannot, I, I cannot just watch the girl gift and miss the purpose, the call of God on her life. Folks, I love the Yasmin. Oh God, the boy Yasmin can sing, boy. Woo, she's she's a can sing. She's amazing in singing. That that ain't what she's doing in life. She on the praise team, but that ain't what she do. Oh God, I'm sorry to use the church that I'm pastoring, but I that that's that's the best example I had to use. She's director of ladies' ministry. So it's not about exploiting the gift that she has. Oh, she sings so good. And see, that's what has happened. So we, we puff up people's gift because we exploit their gift because we need a nice praise team and you need a nice band. And so you need these things in place. And what happens is the true call of God on that person's life is not known. And watch this. The Miles Monroe taught us this. He says, when a purpose of, thing, of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you.
Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.